Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Between Realities. My name is Alex VR. I'm joined here by my co-host Skiva. Skiva, how I'm the hell good, are man. you, my friend? I'm pretty good, man. I'm pretty good. You know, just been chilling at home, playing VR, uh, hanging with the family. It's actually been pretty nice. Yeah, I feel like that is the uh, that's the story. That's the story everybody's yeah. got right now. We're all chilling. We're all taking the opportunity to spend time with our loved mm-hmm. ones if we can and um, mm-hmm. play yeah. some VR. It's pretty awesome. I'm I'm tr- I'm gonna really try hard to start ripping through a bunch of titles and, and get through as many different games as I can while while we yeah. have the downtime. Yes, and I yes I've, I've I've played I've tried to take advantage of the time um, that we've had, and it's been. Um, pretty awesome but i'm really really excited to get to our guest today yep me too episode nine of between realities we have uh waiting in the wings with us a uh, a very popular vr tech youtuber this is a guy who specializes in the hardware side of virtual reality and uh someone who i definitely consider a friend after meeting him at oc6 last year uh please welcome to between realities mr tyriel wood <laughs> hey. hey everyone! Hey. Welcome. <laughs> so let me resize Tyreel here a little so bit. You got a little crazy. Awesome. But uh, yeah, how you doing, man? What's new? Good, good. Uh, new is like a quarantine. Is something new, I guess, for everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's pretty good. I mean, we have more time for VR, so we can escape in our own yeah, way. Yeah. And uh, yeah, awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's great to be here with you guys. I'm Dude. super big, I guess. Yeah, see. yeah, I'm wow. fixing, fixing that right now. I'm fixing that right now. We, we, knew, yeah. we knew this would happen. We knew this Dang would happen. Skype, man. Skype Dude, seriously, this is this is super, super awesome, man. Like, really stoked to have you on the show. Like, I had so much fun hanging out with you in, uh, in San Jose at, at OC6. Like, you know, I went there and I was like, I had just started my channel, okay? Like, I knew nobody. Like, literally, I knew zero people walking into this fucking convention of just, like, tons and tons of VR people, pers- VR YouTubers, developers, fucking John Carmack's walking around on the floor in there, you know? Like, it was insane. And uh, the VR YouTubers there were just, like, one big happy family, and they all, like, welcomed me in. And uh, Tyriel, especially, was a super awesome dude, man. Like, thank you so much for uh, chilling with me while we were there. And you were, like, my safe space, you know? Like, when I didn't know anybody, I could, like, <laughs> go over to you and like everything was okay <laughs> yeah, man, it was awesome to meet you really like uh we we clicked so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you and uh and thrill seeker man you and mm-hmm. thrill seeker were like my fucking homies at oc6 dude it was really cool i'm just a little sad because while i was trying to eat you because i was gigantic i was trying to eat you like pac-man he <laughs> fixed me and they put me in the in the tv <laughs> dude no that's not gonna fly here. Okay? <laughs> not much. Oh, yeah. um, but we were actually just talking before we uh, went live here about uh, just like the state of the conventions coming up, you know. And it's like I was as soon as I left OC six, I was like, okay, OC seven, can't wait. Here we go, you know, like already ready to come back. And now, like the idea that those conventions, I mean, already so, so many conventions have already been canceled. I mean, what haven't like a shitload of your plans have gotten canceled, haven't they, Ty? Many, many. Uh... Yeah, because I was supposed to go to Mobile World Congress in uh, Barcelona uh, for like uh, they were going to present something for probably Windows Mixed Reality and mostly HoloLens, uh, if you're interested in AR. And that got canceled. The first one got canceled. Then for some reason, they 
did PAX here in Boston, uh, but I didn't go because I didn't feel like it was a good idea, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then E3 got canceled. Um, GDC got canceled. Wow. Uh, You're planning on going yeah. to all those. Yeah, as much as possible. I love those stuff because like you meet people uh, the way I met you, for example. Okay. And um, and it's awesome. Then like you get first experience on stuff and then they explain you everything. You can ask like every single detail when most of the time you discover on the Internet. I like to go very deep in stuff. So like every time I could do like a weird question to people <laughs> <laughs> so to, to get really deep in the in the topics. And uh, when you're there, you can. And it's super awesome. Like you can focus really on what you're doing. And then mm -hmm. it's like it's like a recharge your battery in a way because uh, it's like those experiences are awesome like if you've never been to one like you need to go uh seriously it's, it's like gamers everywhere people that are passionate about the same thing you are it, it is just the best mm -hmm. and at oc6 it was actually kind of interesting because there was like some like major things being announced and a lot of like big hype stuff but mm -hmm. like low-key the rumble on the floor at oc6 was pistol whip and that was being demoed by cloudhead games just like in the hallways like we were all just like huddle like huddling around them and they're just like swapping battery packs out on their quest and it was like super super informal you know but like that's the kind of stuff that you see happening just like everywhere people are just passing headsets around and like demoing mm -hmm. stuff left and right and talking and it's it's it really is just amazing it's like being a immersed in all of the stuff that you love for multiple days in a row and it's fucking great for me actually was uh, I, I i didn't have the opportunity to play uh, pistol whip when i was there but my main focus was like medal of honor and i was like no, I, need I need to play, to play that, that i need game. to play that <laughs> mm -hmm. How, was it good <laughs> I, I i played for like around an hour and like people are looking at me like tell me what it is and like, so it was awesome <laughs> Wow, you played game. for about an hour? Damn, I did yeah. not know that. Yeah, did all the levels and stuff. Like, I, I can't wait for that game, but... Have, have they said anything? Skiva, are you looking oh, forward to yeah, this game man. coming out? I am stoked for this game, for sure. I, I've always liked the Medal of Honor series. It was, I played that series before I played um, any of the Call of Duty stuff, you know? So, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to it. Um, it, it uh, although, you know, with a little hesitation, because, you know, they, I know they were talking about... Um, almost like keeping the realism down, keeping the gore down, keeping stuff, you know, which I get, you know, I, I, I get how, you know, I guess they don't want to be blowing brains out everywhere, but I, I just hope they don't, you know, take it to a, too much of a, of a kid level, I guess, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. Yeah. It, it wasn't, it wasn't. I can, I can tell you that even if the graphics weren't mm -hmm. like a realism for it to like, it, it really worked like That's it cool. was super cool i i was completely immersed i i forgot that i was in a, in a nice. convention to be honest when's the last time somebody mentioned something about medal of honor like is have we heard anything since oc6 about that game i think the last time i heard something is when i made a video about it <laughs> 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 last time i heard something is when i told myself about <laughs> something about it sometimes i repeat that to myself so i can still believe that it's gonna arrive <laughs> I don't know. Hopefully, we're gonna hear like a date like soon at OC seven. If that happens, it's like probably it's gonna be be an online event. But if that happens, like probably it's gonna hear there. 
Yeah. Well, I hope I hope everything just like happens. You know, we just fucking get out of this mm. bullshit time that we're in and like get back into hanging out because uh, yeah, we need to be able to hang out. Like virtual is awesome. This is awesome. But like meeting yeah, man, up I want to go to some expos. I want to go to mm-hmm. some more expos. Mm-hmm. And, and I just I hope every all of this crap clears up so we can all get back to our normal business, you know? Mm. Yeah. Let's yeah. do our so, part. So what's what's normal business as so, far as this podcast? Well, I guess concerned. while we're talking we about this uh, virus, let's just jump right into uh, there's this there's this game um, that uh, that is going to be coming out for free um, called Virus Popper, and and it's a game where you get to um, kill germs. <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of interesting, right? It's almost like a way to teach kids, you know, how to. We went, we went from Germans to germs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I figured we germs. get all the virus stuff out of the way so, first, you know. <laughs> so the, the develop the, these are the developer of this, if I'm not mistaken, is the guy who made yes, Star Blazer, yeah. right? Star, yep. So those, those guys are super cool, and they're like uh, active mm-hmm. on Twitter and stuff all the time. And we're at OC six, and got to meet those guys and stuff. Um, and you know, what the first thing I think of when I see this virus mm-hmm. popper, like aesthetically, and and kind of the way I think it might land for a lot of people, is um, like the checks like doom that you got in the cereal box <laughs> like way back in the day. Do you know what I'm talking about? That yeah. like checks mix fucking yeah. computer game. And with like the green splashes and stuff like that. Like I have this like weird memory of being a kid and like playing that game, you know, it's just like that free game, the cereal box game or whatever. Like this reminds me of the cereal box game. And I bet you that there will be some kids who played this now during this time. Cause like their dad was into VR or whatever. He's like, Oh hell yeah. We're going to teach you how to be safe during the pandemic Mm -hmm. using VR and puts them in the game. And he's going to have these like weird, obscure memories of this like game about washing (laughs) your hands and you know, not getting sick. Right. You know what I mean? Like I can't, help but feel like it's just like like a source of nostalgia for somebody oh, in the future yeah, i guess so i guess so well we got some we got some codes some early access codes that we'll be dumping into chat um throughout this it's going to be free when it does come out but if you want to if you're just itching to kill some viruses now you're just mad at covid and you want to scrub some down then uh maybe you can hop into vr and whack some viruses <laughs> Well, and it probably, you know, it probably teaches you like the whole like what, like five seconds yep. or 20 seconds to wash your hands yep. or whatever, you know, all that bullshit. So, yeah, I, I can. It's probably uh, it's probably informative. And yeah, like I you said, know, it's probably if, good for kids. If you, could I bet get you kids, kids will, if you were supposed to get kids into VR, you know, younger kids, you know, maybe like my daughter's age, like five years old, this would actually be really good. She'd she'd love this. You know what I mean? And um, she does hop mm-hmm. in, you know, mm-hmm. for, for five to ten minutes at a time. But uh, yeah, I think this would be a game that little kids would really, really enjoy. So it's like it's like Beat Saber with with viruses and no music, really. Anyway, right. <laughs> and, and not as good. <laughs> right, that didn't sound right. <laughs> right, it's like Beat Saber with kids and viruses. Well, all right. So enough with the virus talk, right? So, how have you guys? Um, still been playing half-life what's the deal with half-life because i can't i can't stop playing this game you know it's just it's the best thing i i think i've ever experienced in my life you know legit <laughs> how about you t- um i 
Yeah. I well, I guess I'll start and say that I started playing on hard mode and carrying the gnome. I've only done like one session and you know I got through like a couple of chapters, but I beat the game of course and now I'm playing on hard and I'm carrying the gnome with me to get the achievement and I'm looking out for other achievements, but there's already a, at least one that I know that I missed and I'm going to have to at least yeah. go back to that chapter to get yeah. it. You know, that game, I, I've been looking for reasons to play, and I, I went through the gnome challenge, too, and I carried the gnome all the way from the beginning of the game all the way to the end and uh, completed um, <laughs> my 100% on the Half-Life Alex achievements. So, so woo! Hell yeah! And, but, but you know, I almost, I, I legit almost cried when I did that because I'm like, well, no, there's no more reason to go back into Half-Life. Like, you know, there's no more gold to work towards. <laughs> So, are you gonna carry the gnome, Ty? You gonna are you gonna go for 100 achievements or what? I, I don't know. I'm not an achievement hunter, so but I, I maybe I'll do it for fun. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, it depends because like I I found some bugs during the game, so I had actually to load sometimes like to to go back because I lost stuff in mm. the like physics under the thing. So mm -hmm. I I was a little scared to go with the. With that thing around for all game, mm -hmm. uh, but I wanna like I played it. Of course, I finished it. Uh, I really wanna finish as fast as possible for to have no spoilers and stuff. And it's an mm -hmm. awesome game. I really recommend it to everybody, uh, but not not in VR because like we already have mods yeah. out there to make it like not yeah, VR. No flat that doesn't make sense at all. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I wanna play it on hard though because like for me normal was yeah, a little too easy. Um, also, when you get like um, I don't think it's a spoiler. Uh, when you get like the um, laser sight, it gets like very, very, yeah. very easy, mm -hmm. like too easy. Yeah. So next yeah, it's so time, much easier to hit stuff. Exactly. Next time I'm gonna do it without on hard and without. So I hope like it's gonna be even more and more immersive. But yeah, I can't stop playing. Like every time you wanna go back in, uh, like to to try something different and stuff. It's, they did a great job, an amazing job. Mm -hmm. And you know, I don't want to, I don't want to not, I don't want to stop playing Half Life Alex either. And the thing that really, really excites me is that you said, I mean, kind of to what you just said there, where like people are already modding it. It's mm -hmm. like multi. I've already seen like three or four different working mods and they weren't in vr yet but i feel like that's the intention like i don't think they were making those mods to keep them like flat screen like i like i saw a fucking source to video this morning or yesterday with multiplayer with avatars oh, like yeah, you can look at each other dude hell <laughs> yeah that's what mm -hmm. i'm talking about like mm -hmm. we don't have to stop playing half-life alex if people start doing shit like this because if all of a sudden they create like a like a like a i don't know a, a, a cooperative wave shooter where like head crabs are just like pouring out of the walls and you're back to back with your homie just blasting <laughs> them and like reloading your weapons like that's what's up like that will be giving us the experience of playing half-life alex because of all of the physics and all of the the graphics mm -hmm. and the shaders and like yeah. all that shit's there you know mm -hmm. so i i'm like so excited about the world of the mods opening up and i really hope that we see something soon because i want to keep playing it and well, that would give us a reason to do it it's crazy though that we have mods right now that they didn't release yet the SDK because like when they're gonna release it then it's gonna everything's gonna go nuts because like right. now they're making mods mm -hmm. like out of nothing and they're already making something. Uh, when they're gonna have the SDK, there we're gonna start to see like crazy stuff. I'm pretty mm -hmm. sure we're gonna see Half-Life 2 in VR 
made on search too like with the yeah. same like textures and stuff mm -hmm. like of alex uh, i'm pretty sure we're gonna see half-life one as well like i really can't wait yeah. to have all of that and the multiplayer i was the happiest person alive today when i saw that tweet uh, about multiplayer because like in vr cooperative is like something that you need to have is like like adds so much more to the to the game co-op yep. is like something that vr needs and uh, yep. just the fact like I don't know if you ever played it, but uh, with Skyrim VR, uh, with the mod Together VR that you can play uh, Together Skyrim, it's called. Like you can play oh, wow. Skyrim in uh, Together. It's super glitchy, but it kind of works also in VR. But it's very very glitchy. And um, but yeah, same thing here. Like when you play together, even if it's single player, it's like just yeah, we so much better. We well, tried uh, the Half Life Two multiplayer. What can you do? Can you actually do that with Sky? Yeah, we did mm -hmm. try. It didn't go well. Does it, I mean, were you able to play Skyrim multiplayer? No, I didn't. I saw oh. videos about it. Oh, okay. Yeah, me and okay. Alex hopped into a um, Half-Life yeah, 2 session together, multiplayer. And yeah, it was very glitchy. We used Gary's mod. And, um, you know, it was really cool that we were mm -hmm. able to do it. You know, that, that part's really cool. But um, the, yeah, there was, um, couldn't, I think you did a video on it, actually, on, on how to, yeah, on how to get past yeah. different parts. Yeah, or, how, how to do yeah, it. Yeah, like yeah. so, you yeah. know, you get certain parts, you have to, like, switch back to flat, right, to, like, kind of get past them, and it's kind of... I can tell you, though, that lately, uh, like, when I made a video, there were still some parts that are a little clunky. Now it's, like, you can do oh. the entire game without any problem. They fixed so much stuff. I actually finished... Uh, Half-Life 2 uh, before Alex just on oh, VR wow, completely. Wow. Like I didn't switch nice. once to flat screen and and that was awesome and it's crazy uh, if you think about it it's crazy how awesome is that game in VR even if it's like mm -hmm. 15 years old and uh, it wasn't made for VR it kind of seems like it was made for VR you can grab everything you can interact with stuff when you have like the gravity gun is like perfection <laughs> in VR. Wow. It, it's amazing. Um, but uh, talking about gravity gun, like what an amazing job they did with the gravity gloves. I, I don't know you guys, but I, at the beginning I felt like it wasn't the best way. I was like, oh, I'm going to get tired of this. I can't stop. Like it kind of <laughs> the game, the game for me is just grabbing stuff. I want to <laughs> grab stuff every second. It's like, yeah. I so often like pull stuff towards me and then slap it out of the air. Like I don't catch it. You know, it's like pull it, uh, uh, like just like manipulating everything and just like throwing stuff all over the place. I feel what, you entirely. What an awesome mechanics. Like uh, I feel like many more games are going to use it now because like uh, if you think of, like, I don't know if you tried it, but then I went, I went back to Boneworks that has a similar mm -hmm. mechanics, but when you just like a click, like trigger and a grip at the same time, so you can pull stuff. When I played it, it, it felt super good. Now it feels like empty. I want yeah, yeah. the interaction that right. you had in Alex. For me, one of the best mechanics we had. So let me ask this because this is, I'm basically, like you said, I'm pretty much assuming that Half-Life 1 and Half-Life 2 are going to be playable in VR on Source 2.0 at some point. So like, w like, should I play Half-Life 2 in VR using Gary's Mod or should I just like chill and wait? Because I still haven't like actually played those games. So I'm personally, I feel like I should just wait for Half-Life 1 and Half-Life 2 to be available for Source 2.0. 
Well, uh, you you found a very good question, actually. <laughs> I, I don't know if I'm like worthy enough to answer you. Yeah, right. Uh, Fair enough. I I had a great experience with the with Gmod, uh, like awesome experience. You can also play like uh, in co-op, and I feel like it's not about the graphics anyway. The game, so I feel it's worth. If you want to play something that is like that lore. I think like you don't just have to do it. Like, yeah, just, just do, do it. it. And when when it's gonna come out? Because it's gonna take some time. Like if you need to make a game completely out of like just an SDK, we don't still have the SDK. So uh, maybe mm -hmm. it's gonna be in a year and yeah, year once, now. So once I, I, I will do it. Once they now, release that yeah. SDK, man, we're gonna see so much stuff. I mean. Dude, you know, like, yeah. you know, all, there's a lot of good games that came out of modding Half-Life 2. And uh, I think I'm really looking forward to the day that that starts happening in VR, too. You know? Right. Well, and I played those. I didn't play Half-Life 2, but I played the games that yeah. were modded. That's wild. From, you know? So, like, that speaks yep. to that community, you know? Um, yeah, also, if you quick. play it, I, I really suggest you to play it because, like, then, like, Alex is going to make mm -hmm. much right. more mm -hmm. sense. Right. Like, if now is, like, epic, like, if you consider it epic right now, if you play uh, the, the other games and then you go back to it, it's going to be, like, mind-blowing. Wow. Terry Lodge in the chat, thanks for joining us, man. Appreciate you and Rendered Reality. We're huge fans. If you've never seen Rendered, Rea Rendered Reality's podcast, yep. you definitely need to. They are super awesome. Um, they do every Saturday morning, yep. right? That's their yep, time. Every Saturday morning. Saturday morning, I think. My favorite part of my weekend. Nice. James M, the VR Mang. VR Mang, thanks for dropping in, brother. We appreciate you. And um, we also have uh, Paint Pros Colorado. First time yeah. that I've seen you in the chat. Thanks, thanks for, for uh, hanging out with us, man. Absolutely. So there's some, there's some mm -hmm. other... There's some other cool stuff coming out here. Do you guys mind if we switch off a of Half-Life? I could talk about Half-Life forever. No, <laughs> so, I'm ready. So there's a cool... <laughs> I don't want to stop. A, there's a cool game on the Quest called The Crisis Brigade. I don't know if you guys have played this, but it's uh, it's pretty awesome. Um, it puts you, you know, up against... You, you're a SWAT member, and you're trying to, like, um, stop, you know, the bad guys, right? Just like almost anything else. But, but it had this, like, almost... Um, almost like a Minecraft kind of look, but really bright colors, and it was really cool. And um, But they have now um, released the trailer for Crisis Brigade 2. And this, it, I wasn't expecting this because it, it looks so realistic now. Like they went from this, this mode of this almost blocky, Minecraft-y um, you know, style to this, and um, wow, it just looks so good. It looks really, really good, and I'm, I'm really excited to play this. Um, what do you guys think about Crisis Brigade? Do you think, uh, do you think Crisis Brigade Two, if they can get it to run on a Quest, that that Oculus will even approve it? <laughs> <laughs> Man, I hope so. Uh, the the first one is pretty fun, uh, and it's free, so it's pretty fun two times. Uh, the second one looks awesome. Uh, and if they use the same like a thing, like you have to dock because in that game you have to move a lot with your own mm -hmm. body, and there's something that not many games use as a mechanics. Um, so it's pretty cool. I, I can wait for it, and I hope that this time Oculus is going to do the right thing because it just doesn't make sense that they didn't accept the yeah. first one. Let's be and, honest. And uh, it's co-op too, right? 
Uh, yes, now it's yeah, it is, so, yeah, it is now, yeah, and uh, yeah, it, it didn't, it wasn't originally, but they they did just add that in. Yeah, yeah so exactly. it's really exciting because you know, as we talked about, co-op makes everything better. Whatever, when you can play with your friends. But yeah, I was really shocked by this game. I mean, you know, I saw this trailer and I was like, wow, this isn't what I was expecting at all. So hopefully, you know, because they tried two times, two different times to get the first one on the, onto the Oculus mm -hmm. store and, and they told them no. So I don't know. Hopefully, um, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of debate. Every game gets the quest or not. I, I kind of like, I'm okay with the fact that they try and to keep a good level because like the quest is very consumer uh, like mm -hmm. headset. Mm -hmm. yeah. like it should be just that like are people that don't even know what VR is are people yeah. that are not watching my channel for sure <laughs> 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 yeah, mm -hmm. mostly because like um, but this game is very polished so I don't know why they never accepted like yeah. I, that's the only thing that I, I don't understand because yeah. Usually, like a game like this, I saw worse game than this in the Oculus Quest right. uh, on the, the store. I don't want to give names, of course, <laughs> but uh, I, I, like some games are like, yeah. what the heck is this? And like, and then you play these from side quest, and you're like, oh wow, yeah, like, you know, it, it's it's so weird because mm -hmm. you know, I I think sometimes I think I know what they're doing. And then, uh, and then they, I see a game on the store that doesn't make sense to the logic that I came up with. Like, like to the top, for example. Still, um, you know, you just got beat out. I think for my favorite VR game of all time by Half Life Alex. Um, but I really love to the top. I really, really love that game. And and it got rejected on the Oculus Quest store. And I was like, okay, well maybe it was because of motion sickness. You know, there, there's concerns about how you're moving and how fast you're going. But then I saw Radial G, and I played Radial G on the Oculus Quest. And if anything's going to give you motion sickness, that game's going to give you motion sickness. Yeah, <laughs> it's really fun. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, you know. I. Uh... I feel you, Steve, uh, and I, and as somebody who is a VR enthusiast, of course, I don't, I, I can see that Two to Top is a great game and deserves to be on there. But like, you know, as you know, recently I got my dad into Oculus mm -hmm. and into that, having a quest. He's, he's super huge in it, never gamed in his life. And now he is a fucking like enthusiast. <laughs> like he has introduced all of his friends to VR. And the other night when Oculus Quest became available for sale on the website again, I texted him. It was like midnight at his place. And I was like, yo, Oculus Quest is on sale. Like go. And he's like, boom, I just bought four of them for my friends. <laughs> like, so he has five friends who I guarantee none of them have ever been gamers in their life who now they all have this little circle where they are all playing VR together and like talking about VR, which is amazing. Um, awesome. And my dad played Beat Saber and then he fucking plays Vader Immortal because Vader Immortal comes with the quest. And then if To the Top was the next thing, like it, it would be jarring to him. I guarantee it. The way that like the music, like, I don't know, like the scenes are switch hard and like they, they're not, the fidelity's not there, you know, like I could see how that might turn somebody off coming from something that is highly curated, like Vader Immortal or Beat Saber or Moss or something else that comes off of the Oculus Quest story, you know? So that's, I, I'm really not trying to say that to the top isn't awesome because mm -hmm. it really is. But like, I, I do understand the strict curation process that the quest is doing because when I think about my dad just buying random games mm -hmm. off of the quest, I guarantee if he bought to the top, he would not play it to completion. Sure. You know what I mean? Sure. sure. But I mean, there's a, there's a lot of games on the quest store that he wouldn't complete to completion. 
You know what I mean? So, yeah, that's true. And that's very true. Right. Right. That's very true. I don't know. It's just a great you know, game. But... And, and if you know anyone out there that has a quest, uh, go on to SideQuest. Um, this is a paid game on SideQuest, right? It goes through um, another website. What is it? Like itch.io or something like that. I can't remember. But uh, mm. uh, support these guys, man. Really, su- if you can, you know, throw down. I think it's like 15 bucks. And this is such a good game. It's such a good game, and and I I personally think it's the best game on the quest, and it's not even it's not even on the Oculus Store. So to, to the yeah to the top yeah yeah. So wow. Anyway, all right, we can um we can get off that because yeah, I did, man, I just love that game. It's really really so good. <laughs> but speaking of games, <laughs> I love though um, Boneworks. Man, I love Boneworks, and they're coming out with an update, um, a new update that that looks really good. It adds in um, two new. Um, is it two or three? It might be three new sandbox levels. Um, it adds in a new gun, and it um, they've combed over the physics system. So I'm really excited about that because I played this game immediately right off the bat. I played it three times through, like, and that's that's yeah, that's that's wow. a lot. I put like 30 cent my hours in it like right off the bat before there was any save check system, you know, um, that they put midway through the levels and all that. So I th- thought it was a great game, and I'm really excited. Um, for this new update and these guys are really really holding their end of the bargain and they're 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 answering the community and they're putting in the things that you know that they need to and that they say um that they would so i'm I'm glad i'm glad for them it's a great game yeah nice how awesome job they did like it's crazy like job they did like in such a small team when you compare boneworks to like you the the fact is like we are all comparing boneworks mm-hmm. to half-life and we're talking about a team of like five six people <laughs> i don't know how many are in the boneworks team but yeah. um, probably a little more and we're comparing with uh like 200 people at valve working on the biggest yeah. ip yeah. they have i think they got to 80 and uh yeah. and it's cr- it's crazy that we can actually compare those two games and i feel like boneworks comes out like a winner in different stuff yeah as well like it's not just like crashed by alex like you know it doesn't have the same story it doesn't have the same lore uh but like physics is there and works like kind of in the same way or even better Mm -hmm. in some cases Mm -hmm. and and i don't know if you noticed um you know when when i first played this game i was like wow this is half-life with a different skin (laughs) <laughs> you know, they had the head crabs, they had the zombie guys that kind of walked like the zombies with the head crabs on. You know, they had the same stickers on the ammo boxes. Like, this was, like, legit. And then I, I heard um, through some interviews that they were trying to get this to be a Half-Life game, uh, but Valve was already working on it. So, um, yeah. Wow. Can, 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 I ask you, <laughs> yeah. can I ask you a favor? Can, where did you get this trailer that is going on right um, now? I got this. Um, they just put it on. Um, what's his name? Is it Brandon? I think it's Brandon. You just put it on his channel, okay. I think. But I I don't know if is like I I thought I saw a part of my video oh. of the index. So like I was like, <laughs> not really. I, oh, I maybe. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You're every you're everywhere, Ty. No, it's no, like, no. If, I, if I will it's be. VR, I will... You're in it. I will be super yeah. excited. Yeah, right? <laughs> That's why I'm asking. I was like, what the heck? Was that my video of the index controllers? So like, Possibly. I'm going to check yeah. it out. It's always fun to see to see people that we know <laughs> and stuff on, on on some of these videos, right? It's really cool. It's, it's, I, 
uh, I was in like I was in like a split second of an Eric for President video one time, and I like didn't see it coming. He like pulled some random B haptics footage from CES, and uh, I was like in it real quick, and it was like Skiva, like sent me the message like, dude, check it out, man. We're like, oh, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, cool. I'm here on the podcast, so it's the same pretty much. Yeah, this yeah. is the same. Yeah. This is, awesome. this is like a dream come true for me, man. Like, you don't realize we have a VR celebrity on our show right but now. No, like, I'm not. not. It's too much. Like, I'm shaking underneath the chair. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, um, Alex, you haven't played through Boneworks yet, right? Nice. No, no. So I actually, I need a little bit of help because I've gotten a few, I've gotten some, uh, uh, some perspective, but like, I'm still having such a hard time. Um, I've only very recently gotten a PC and a PC VR headset and I'm just like diving into game after game, but Half-Life came out. So it took up so much of my time, but I haven't played Hazard, Asgard's Wrath. I haven't played Stormland. I haven't played The Walking Dead and I haven't played Boneworks. And I am like really trying, having a hard time trying to decide where to go. Because part of me does want to play Stormland, which I haven't even really mentioned mm -hmm. to you yet, Skibo, because of the fucking yeah, fact that we can together. play yeah. co-op. We can go online and stuff together. Like, that's so awesome. But then everyone says that Saints and Sinners is the shit, and I should probably yeah, be playing that. Game. So I think a lot of people are are kind of wondering, like, where they should go after Half-Life Alex. Like, what's what game do you play after playing that? You know, so, like... Help me out here, guys. Like, yeah, where do throw I go? some suggestions in the chat because you know, at one point, um, people were always going, ah, you know, there's nothing to play in VR. I don't want to, I don't want to buy a VR headset and this PC, and there's nothing to play. And now it's like, oh my god, I don't know what to play first. There's so much good stuff. I know. <laughs> there really is so much good stuff. But I will, uh, like, after uh, Half Life, I will do probably uh, Walking Dead, The Walking Dead. Yeah. Because it's very, very similar in a way you interact with stuff. It's true. And, uh, and then I would do Boneworks. But, but Boneworks is super <laughs> awesome. Like, so, <laughs> I'm biased there. But yeah, I, I would probably say uh, The Walking Dead first. You're, that seems to be the consensus. That is the most common answer that I've gotten in the past like week of reaching out that that I've had is people kind of have been like, eh, Saints and Sinners. But it's Probably scary. Should, yeah. I don't know if you like scary. I mean, it's not scary. It's like um, it like makes you anxious. Like the anxiety, the level of yeah. anxiety you get with that game is like insane. Way higher why... than Alex. Oh, I think so. Jeez. I think so. Thirty yeah. times more. <laughs> yeah. I, I I really I I have to play like one level uh, every two weeks because I have to calm down after. Like I, I, I I'm not kidding. Like I'm terrified, and then I get back to it, and then terrified it's, again. It's like an anxiety <laughs> fest. It really is. Like you're you're sneaking yeah, around yeah, in yeah. these deserted post-apocalyptic buildings and houses and high schools yeah. and gyms and like just all this and there's there's walkers around every corner and and there's people that want to kill you and, yeah and you hear them you hear them and sometimes time. but sometimes you don't and you open a door or one just busts through and scares the bejesus yeah. out of you oh geez. yeah don't, don't and, rendered, <laughs> and rendered reality says of course that the melee physics and the walking dead are are on mm -hmm. point you know which is like the thing that was i guess yeah. lacking in alex so that might be satisfying after playing alex to like actually be able to get up and just fucking mm -hmm. uh, like start you know going off on stuff yeah i mean like uh, 
you you can put like those three games on a, like a really one close to each other and like if boneworks is an extreme on like you can do probably too many things so like if you if you are a vr veteran you're gonna love it because you can do pretty much everything you can think about mm -hmm. uh half-life alex is a little less uh free in a way like you're really like a on rails many times and yeah, uh, very linear I, exactly i love the game but i wish i had some more and the walking dead is like in the middle in the perfection middle when you see like probably uh, half-life should be a little more like uh, the walking dead to be easy on people and uh, but at the same time having like more interactivity bone work style i don't know i feel like that they're really the three big examples of VR right now. And it's great. Like the job they did with the, the Walking Dead is amazing. I l really love the game. I wish I could play it more, uh, but I'm a freaking chicken. So <laughs> even after I complete that game all the way through and there's nothing really left for me to do, I still go back in and I still just go out and just pillage because it's so cool. It's so fun, you know, and, it, and just the way you interact mm -hmm. with the zombies and the way you have to you know, sneak around and, and, and your stamina is only so much. You can't just run around whacking everybody, you know. You really have to be tactical, and mm -hmm. it's really uh, it's, it's really awesome. I'm looking forward to you playing that game, Alex. I, <laughs> I, really, I, really, I really admire the way that you spend your time in games, Skiva. Like, you really do immerse yep. yourself. Like, it's, like, not even about, like, the high score or, like, beating it. Like, for you, it is just, like, you're, like, oh, I just want to, like, yeah. go through the buildings. You know, or like you, you play No Man's Sky, you're just like cruising around, like no particular yeah. end in sight. You're just like, no, yes. I'm in this world, you know, and like that's that's really the way to do it. It's like when you put that headset on, you stop being you for just a little while and start being whoever it is that character is. Well, that's you know? just that's, it. And I feel like in that way, VR is like a drug. And I've mentioned this before, where people take drugs to escape their lives and to go somewhere else and that's what vr is right you put on a vr headset you go into the walking dead you're not thinking about oh you know my taxes done you know what's going on with work you're like no man i'm this guy and i'm trying to survive all these walkers you know like not eating my brains it's it's um it's all about being there it's all about being present in a world it's all about you know just bringing yourself into a place that you can't go in real life and you wouldn't want to go in real life you know what I mean? But, you know, you get extra lives in VR, which is fantastic. So, <laughs> but yeah, man, it's all about being immersed. So Norman, uh, Norman Robinson in the chat has a question for us. He says, what's your take on full hand tracking support within VR uh, without the without the controller requirement? I'll let Ty start with that. Me? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, actually, it's a great question, by the way, Norman. Um, I feel like you have a problem. When you don't have a controller, you don't have any haptics from it. Like we're super used to haptics, like uh, vibration and stuff that even if it's a little wrong, it it helps to, to with immersion. In the moment when you try to grab something and you just have your hands, it just doesn't work that well as you think it will work. Uh, so like, because I was thinking exactly the same then trying it. I was like, uh, hold on, wait a minute. It's like there's something missing. Mm -hmm. But the feeling is for sure there, always. Um, the thing that I hate about VR right now is that we are still using buttons. And I'm like, a, I'm the advocate number one of like no buttons are needed. Because like 
you know, it, it's immersion breaking. It's like uh, press the A button and you have a freaking headset in front of your eyes. How do you, how the heck do I see the A button if right. I don't know exactly which one it is? You know, like put me some buttons on my wrist or something like a, make me feel like a minority report, make me feel like a mass effect when uh, they use the computer. Out, I don't remember mm -hmm. the name, but it was super awesome. But make me feel like in a video game, make me feel part of the world. Instead, no, press the A button, press the B button, press the, mm -hmm. the Y button to open the inventory. Like, I don't want to make me grab something like, um, but you need the controller to have the feedback from the things that you do. Um, mm -hmm. I feel like they did a great job with the index controller, even if it's not perfect by any means, uh, because like it doesn't work super well many times. But yeah, the, like, the solution is not no controller, but the solution is not even the controller that we have right now. I think that's my idea. Yeah. Like, Have you ever tried the Bebop sensors gloves? The what? The Bebop sensors glove. Bebop? Bebop sensors, yeah. No, I never tried it's, that. It's uh it's it's not a commercial um thing, obviously. A lot of like the cool, like cutting edge VR technology stuff that we get the chance to try isn't really a consumer product. But um these guys are have built a lightweight haptic feedback glove uh, hand tracking so it's hand tracking um you the demo that we had that we used at uh where were we uh, dreamland um did have like the oculus controller kind of like you know docked in mm -hmm. it or whatever or to tracker. track the wrist mm -hmm. but the fingers completely track in the glove and it's like super super lightweight and is like for haptic response so it's less it's not like um force feedback like the dexmo gloves it's like just haptics so I'm wondering, like, if once that technology gets a little bit farther and maybe they can, like, throw Bluetooth into them, if we could just, like, put on, like, some gaming gloves, boom, and there we are. These things vibrate. You know, they shake when I pull a trigger or whatever or push a button, and, like, maybe we can do that. Maybe we can get to the point where we can put on, like, um, you know, like a baseball glove, something like that, or, like, a golf glove. Yeah, yeah but at that point, like, uh, you know, like you want anyway, like the trigger, you want a trigger. Like mm -hmm. if you do like this, it's not satisfying in VR. Like mm -hmm. I like having a trigger, you know, like you feel that uh, I I do, I'm feel pretty lucky because owning pretty much all the headset, I try like pretty much everything. But like there's a difference between the trigger of the original Vive, the trigger on the Oculus, the trigger on the Windows Mixed Reality on the index and stuff. And some are more immersive just for the resistance of the trigger. So like we still need something like this. So I feel like a great uh, here. I think we're going a little out of topic, but I feel like a great thing for VR is 3D printing, for example, because you can print whatever you want and you have the actual object in VR at that point. And we saw so many cool stuff um, coming by lately, like just a ping pong paddle uh, that that's perfection. Like that feels like playing ping pong on mm -hmm. a table tennis in VR. This and is such a good segue right now, dude. Skiba, to go are into, you with me uh, on this? The pro tube? To this, into that, yeah, yeah for sure. that pro tube thing. Yeah, this is for sure. So, because I, I really did want to talk about yeah. this kind of thing. So um, you know, first of all, Skiba, tell us what the, what Pro Tube so, is. So so Pro Tube, in case anyone doesn't know, is a company that, that makes um that makes kind of like 
rifle stocks for VR kind of, right? Just a bunch of uh, tubing put together. I should have grabbed mine so I could have shown you, but but where you put the controllers in and then and then it makes kind of a gun. And in, in a game, you can it really feels like you're holding a gun because you look down and you see it. Um, but they also have, they, they, they are coming out with all these haptic feedback systems. Like they have the, um, they have one that hooks on to the, to the pro tube and it kicks into your shoulder when you shoot. And now they came out with, uh, with a pistol, which is really cool. So you can stick your Oculus controller in it and it, and, um, you know, when you shoot, you, you know, you feel the weight of the gun, you feel the kickback, um, so that's pretty immersive stuff. I, I feel like I'm going to be picking one of these things up for sure. Mm-hmm. How uh, much is it? You know, they haven't said yet. It's on their website. Um, it's still, you know, they're still, it's just coming soon. They haven't announced any pricing or anything. I feel like it's okay. probably going to be pretty pricey because I think the, um, the, um, the, the, the one that attaches to the rifle unit, um, is pretty expensive. I think it's like three or 400 bucks or maybe 300 bucks. Ooh, I have nice. these. There's a, a similar yeah. thing. Oh, um, wow. It's from uh, Bezwin VR. Uh, it uses like a Vive tracker oh, cool. on top. Uh, that's the tape because I broke <laughs> it, of course. Actually, Eder broke it, uh, my fiance. And um, oh, yeah, don't run the bus. <laughs> she's probably watching, so thank yeah, you. I know. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, but. Uh, it's pretty cool. Yeah, now it's like out of battery. But the problem with this stuff that I noticed is like, it's mechanical. You have a thing that goes like mm-hmm. up and down, right? Moves to give you the recoil. Uh, the problem is like those things are never fast enough. I'm really curious to see if this one is fast enough because when you play like pistol whipped, it's super cool to have actually mm-hmm. gun in your mm-hmm. hands. Uh, it, it like brings so much more immersion. But then when the gun doesn't keep up with your pace uh, that's where it breaks the immersion so all those things are super risky uh for some reason like uh, you get to a great part on the way and uh, and a kind of downside on the other yeah i, ho- yeah. I hope they're gonna come out with a nice price because if it's too much mm-hmm. eh, you know i honestly i have mixed feelings when it comes to all of these like peripheral like attachments and stuff like that like for me like i don't personally feel like i like need to be holding like the shape of a gun if like the trigger and the handle is there you know especially if i like you know like need to like adjust something on my shirt like that's just like a whole bunch of extra material that like technically doesn't really need to be there because i'm in vr you know like that doesn't have to be in the real world it can I can cut that off and give myself the opportunity to get a little closer to my face while it's in my hands or something like that, you know? Um, I think one of the first things that I ever had sent, I think the first thing that I ever had sent to me after I started my channel was a uh, aim stock for the aim controller for Firewall Zero Hour. So if you've ever used the aim controller, it's kind of like this like little kind of compact guy, and I can like put it in front of me, pull it close, pull it away like that but there's a lot of people that wished it had like that that nice comfortable stock to like lean it into your arm you know um and when i tried that thing dude that thing was in the way like crazy man like i immediately was like okay i know why the aim controller was designed the way it was it gives me the opportunity to move it closer to my face if i need to and things like that have have you guys ever like noticed like these things just being so cumbersome that it's not even really worth attaching them to your controllers you know, um, I, I feel like it, that stuff has its place, but 
it adds another layer of friction to the whole VR experience. Like, all right, I'm going to play this game real quick. I got to take off my headset. I got to go find the correct attachment to stick on my controller. So, you know, in certain scenarios where, you know, like you, you say you're playing contractors or, or onward or something, and you know, you get your, your gun stuck out and you throw all that in there and it, it makes a big difference in it, how it feels and how the game plays. Um, but as far as other attachments, I don't know that I want to, that I want to be doing that. Um, uh, for certain, you know, if it was a game I really loved and it could it could heighten my immersion a little bit more, maybe. But you know, and then the other thing is, where do you put all this crap to? You know, so right. you know, we <laughs> saw we saw when the Wii came out, right? There was like plastic peripheral things for everything. You know, what do you do? You right. go to someone's house, that shit's laying around everywhere. You're like, what are you doing? right? And they didn't. But do those anything. were awesome. No, they were, those were awesome. No, I, they were. I, I, I yeah, those were awesome. Man. <laughs> I. I, I because I it didn't really, help you at all. I, that's not true. I, like that helped a lot immersion. Like for me, like you know, like the, there's a little difference though. Uh, I feel like we're talking about the same thing at the same at a different level. Because like if the games taken like like the game controller works so well because games are made with that in mind. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Instead, when you have the one from uh, ProTube or like Mammoth mm -hmm. uh, Ma um, VR stuff, all of those, the games are not made for them. So, of course, like there's a little different level of perfection. Right. Um, but like I love using the gunstock when I play like Contractor and stuff. Uh, I really love it. I, I usually go back to the Vive track, uh, to the Vive controllers just so I can use the... Uh, my stock that I have with the magnets and stuff. So like I'm willing to go back on a older generation controllers to have that. So like, but yes, it's not perfect. Like sometimes we ju like just you can't find it and like you have a person coming by and you're like, oh, <laughs> where is my freaking gun? And like stuff like that. But because it's not made for that game, if but I would love to see. Like you know, um, pistol whipped with their official like uh, um, with their official gun, mm -hmm. and you play with the same gun you have in the game, and that would be creating so much more yeah. in, mm -hmm. more immersion. Uh, yeah. And we with the Wii, yes, was funny because you had like so many pieces. I still have stuff <laughs> here, uh, <laughs> plastic stuff everywhere. But it's the same. Like I'm printing pieces of like everything possible with my 3d printer to actually have the same thing i had with the with the um, with the wii like a, the racket yeah. to play ping pong it's crazy but it's insane mm. how much <laughs> the game is like 10 times so, better uh and it's a piece of like yeah, plastic yeah. so know? going back to the controllerless thing for a minute the, what i've always wondered is how do you get by locomotion Right, because it would definitely kill um, immersion even more to have to like point where you're going or something like that, right? So I feel like, man, I feel like controllerless VR is going to be more of a thing with brain interfacing. Um, you know, right? I, I love yeah. that you said that. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Uh, someone like actually left a comment about it, and uh, yeah. Yeah, Chat no. talked about brain interfa interfacing the whole time we talked about peripherals, which okay. is a beautiful right. thing because, like, that, that's the between reality <laughs> right there, you know? Like, 
that is the that yeah. is the next. Level I did see shit. that rendered really reality is. was saying yeah. that that they've been popped before by uh, by Ty. That he's a really good shot. <laughs> it, it's not. It's not that far off from like it's gonna arrive yeah. very soon, sooner than what so. we expect. Mm-hmm. And uh, like two years ago, uh, I don't know if you know the company CTRL Lab um, was working on a brain interface uh, with just a yeah. wrist, and they could read like your brain to like a, so like imagine. Uh, you can put it like for like for example on on your legs and you can walk without mm. walking and the fact is like that doesn't get the movement but gets the um, you know the, the electricity that goes from your brain to your mm. part of the body and reads that so even if you don't move your hand is actually if you want to move your hand your hand is going to move in mm-hmm. VR or or stuff that's cool and you can check videos about it and they're already there and that is great for accessibility because people that like unluckily they had problems they they can actually do stuff imagine like you don't have an hand because you lost your hand and you can actually have your hand back in vr that would be mind-blowing for example and and that's amazing just to talk about it and that's amazing to think that it is possible and because we're talking about things getting possible, being possible, CTRL Lab was acquired by Facebook last year. So that's gonna be in the, probably not in the next one, but in the one after. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are very, very close to brain interface. And well, going back to the fact you don't need buttons, I can jump just thinking about jumping. I can move just thinking about moving. You can astral project just thinking about astral projecting. Like this is going to go so far beyond our normal sensory perception reality bullshit. Like if we're really able to like tap into like the potential of the human brain, like what we see here is like a fraction of what is going on mm-hmm. in there, you know? So like if, if all of a sudden the brain starts to communicate to itself in ways that it's not used to doing, like – it's going to be, I think it's going to manifest insane, insane, super, super f- profound experiences for a lot of people. I, I uh, mean, I don't know you guys, but when you started to play in VR, uh, what kind of dreams did you have at the beginning? Like, I remember that I had very, very weird dreams about being in VR, but then I was waking up and then I was, was still in VR with like, it, like, that was the coolest dreams I ever had in my life. <laughs> it's like life. Inception, dude. Yeah. It's like fucking and, Inception. And Heather, like, same thing. Uh, when she started, she had the same uh, dreams and stuff. Did you guys have the same experience? I don't know. You know, no? I, I never remember my dreams. So that's, you know, but I, I will tell you that, um, that everything just seemed different to me after VR. You know what I mean? Like, you know, especially at first, when I first used to go into VR and and I'd come out, um, you know, after a long play session, um, I've always been the guy that was in there for multiple, multiple hours, you know, and I'd come out and be like, oh my God, nothing seems, nothing seems real out here. (laughs) You know? 
You know, I don't know if this is related, but when I got my Nintendo 3DS and I was playing A Link Between Worlds, I did not stop playing that game for like two days straight. All I did was play my 3DS <laughs> and stared at that thing with the 3D effect. And then when I went to go play a different game on my flat screen computer, the images on my fucking flat screen monitor were appearing to me in 3D. I shit <laughs> you not. Like mm. my eyes had like made an adjustment and there was depth in all of the images that I was seeing after using my 3DS for like two days straight <laughs> with the 3D setting on. So I, I suggested it to the doctor. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I was freaking out. I was like, what the fuck? Oh my God, I can't believe this. And uh, it sounds like bullshit, but it was true. So I really do feel like um, this is going to have a, a, a very profound impact, you know, in the way that we experience stuff. It'll probably start to affect stuff like dreams first and then slowly seep into uh, the normal reality and then shit's going to get blown mm, off. Yeah, the rendered reality in chat says says the dreams were insane because um, he was playing Half-Life Alex. Um, I actually had a ton of dreams the week Half-Life Alex came out. I played it a ton and uh, dreaming was like crazy. So yeah, I can definitely see how that would how that would work. Um, yeah, it, it's bananas. Mm -hmm. and, and to your point, Alex, it is going to change a lot more than gaming, right? Um, they're already using you know, brain interfacing to help people with seizures. So when, um, you know, because at first it's just reading, right? You're, you're reading the things, you know, I'm going to, all right, I want to move my legs. It's reading that. But we're going to get, we're, they're trying to get to the point where they can write to the brain as well. And that's a very important piece. It's also a very scary piece, right? Or you can make changes in people's <laughs> brains. Um, you know, how, how, you know, it'd be interesting to see how, uh, how much we really know about what we're doing and, and what happens. Um, but no, I think it's mm -hmm. super important, right? It's going to be, it's going to, it's going to start by fixing, I think, a lot of things. Um, you know, we'll be able to use it to, to help people, um, to help people get through different disorders and, um, you know, um, just all kinds of different medical problems. Who knows? Maybe it'll be, you know, Parkinson's or MS stuff that they can do. I, I don't know, but really, really smart people are working on this stuff right now. Gabe Newell and, and his son are working on this. Mm -hmm. um, you know, they're not, he's not out there working on Half-Life Alex. He's in the back working on brain interfacing. Now, this stuff is coming down the pipeline fast. And, you know, we talked about before how, how he said it's a lot closer than everyone, than everyone thinks. So... Mm -hmm. Well, the thing that really excites me and one of the one of the first manifestations of it <clears throat> that I think we're going to see is like brain interfacing when it comes to immersive storytelling, because in like when I was talking to the guy from um, that company that does the the brain scan thing, yeah. Lucid yeah. Labs, when I was talking to the guy from Lucid Labs, I was like, hey, so like how can brain interfacing like where does it come into play if I'm like watching a movie, you know, or like just like consuming media? And basically what he was saying is that like if you have a brain interfacing going while you're experiencing something like a movie, it can like tell your level of engagement and it can like know what you need in order to like have a good time watching that <laughs> shit. So like if all of a sudden you start getting bored, the movie he's gonna know <laughs> advertisement yeah that's... yeah that's true that's a that's a scary part of it but mm -hmm. the more fun part would be like i'm watching this movie i'm like man like when are these chicks gonna get naked and then they all get naked you know <laughs> or whatever it is that like you're thinking of and desiring <laughs> Hey, you know, I'm, I'm speaking for I'm speaking for all of us out there, okay? And ladies, 
whatever it is you want to see naked, you can do it once brain interfacing comes along, you know? Or if it's like, man, this is boring. Like, will somebody just like start fucking, somebody blow something up, the building across <laughs> the street blows up. So it's like, it'll be like in tune with your desires and in tune with whatever it is that you're trying to experience, which is mind blowing because if it can tell what it is that you want, then that's where stuff starts getting super crazy because then these AIs will start to know us better than that'll we happen ourselves. really fast. So, you know, I, I think that's going to happen before brain interfacing, you know, they're, they're pumping so much data through AI right now. Um, you know, and, and it already, I think there's a lot of programs out there that already know us a lot better than we think, you know, is really happening right now. The, um, you know, the race to AI is a huge, huge thing. And, uh, brain interfacing is a big part of it because, you know, as, as Elon Musk, um, says, you know, he wants to, um, be able to supplement us with AI, you know, uh, and brain interfacing is a big part of that. They already have technology where they can stick wires into your brain, you know, and this is just the first, first generation. Everything will eventually be wireless, just like the Facebook thing, you know, with, on your wrist, um, you know, and the stuff there that we have, you know, with Lucid Labs, how it, it goes on, you know, the little sensors that, that touch your forehead. But um, yeah, man, this is all next level shit. And I feel like it's, it's going to... It's, it's not just going to change gaming. It's going to change humanity in, in, in all different kinds of ways. And I'm really, really excited to see, um, to see where this goes. So, Yeah, I'm also a little scared yeah. to see where it goes. Because like, at, at a certain point, we're going to get to the point where when is too yeah. much, you know? Uh, I for sure don't want a, a cable in my brain. I'm, I'm 100% sure about I'm it. I'm not 100%. I'm, <laughs> I might let him do it. You, I filter it as much as, uh, <laughs> as you want, but I, there's a limit. And for me, like humanity is yeah. my limit. Uh, I want to keep that. Uh, mm -hmm. That's why I love the idea like of a CTR lab, uh, because it's not invasive, you know? Uh, the moment when you stick a cable uh, in my brain, I can get a little scary. I mean, like I watched like Ma the Matrix three days ago again, and uh, yeah, it's scary. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude, I'd be the first one in there because that's just that's just the type of person I am. I my my thing is like I want to hack myself. You know, like that's the ultimate thing you could do. I think would be to hack a person, and that's <laughs> it's gonna make it. It's gonna get weird, man. Shit's gonna get weird, right? I'll be, you know, someone's gonna be out there selling antivirus for people for people because shit's gonna get weird do you remember like um there was the period when uh, bioshock came out uh it came out because it was the period where we found out that we could like actually see the dna in a different way like work on the dna and so like all people started to go crazy with the mind and bioshock uh was like the reflection of like what people were thinking in that period about it. And I don't know if you ever played Bioshock, but the, 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 the environment is awesome. This like uh, this place where people can like change their DNA to become like similar to like, you know, uh, like more animals on some stuff. Mm -hmm. They can change their eyes. They can change like their uh, fireballs because like the, the, it, I, I know crazy but it's a video game uh but i feel like it's the same thing right now 
uh, we're going back to a little like the idea of Matrix. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of funny that they're working on the new yeah. Matrix right now. <laughs> and you know that is funny. Mepper uh, in the chat says you don't want brain interface version 1.0 because version 2.0 and 3.0 won't be compatible. <laughs> Backward compatibility <laughs> on brains. <laughs> I'm, I'm at, imagine signing up your brain for like the first iPod, you know, like <laughs> that would suck to be stuck on an iPod version one, you know, 10 years Forever. later. So fucking awesome. Yeah. This is true. Jeez. Uh, reality said they're going to let you go first. Yeah, Steve. I'm, I'll do it, man. I'll do it. But, but here's the thing. It can't like, I need complete access to like the firewall in and out. You know what I mean? Like, Government's not coming in. Work's not coming in. There's a lot of stuff not coming in. But like, you know, I just I need control of all that. I want to be able to go in. I want to be able to to write code to my brain. I really do. And I know, like, you know, I feel like it's a little bit like uh, like you know Frankensteinish type of, you know, or or those movies where they you know the the mad scientists experiment on themselves. Very. But I'm I guess I'm kind of sick like that, man. Mm. I'm like I'm like the ultimate VR immersion junkie, you know. <laughs> you're gonna be like a fly right. virtual reality like nope. you're gonna like be like half headset like half oculus touch controller <laughs> Help me. i'll be job from my lawnmower man That'll, yeah yeah yes yes we, that, that, yeah we'll let you go i'm in, I'm in it to win it man <laughs> have you guys speaking of uh of, of um new hardware and new software have you guys seen, played with the oculus quest um version 15 update yet yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it not so long yeah. ago. Uh, it yeah. took longer than usual this time to arrive to the headsets. Um, I think it's pretty awesome. I I really like the new interface. I love the fact that you can tap two times, and uh, you get to pass through because it was something that was missing before. I don't really care about voice commands mm-hmm. to be honest. Uh, but if you're interested in that, they're there, and. Uh, the UI, it's, it's pretty cool. It's faster. You can change mm-hmm. games faster when you are inside a game without going back to the home every time. But um, it's a little too small for mm-hmm. some people, you know? Like for me, like I'm totally fine. If you don't have a perfect vision, uh, it kind of sucks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because it's very, it's very small. They should like put something yeah. to actually have uh, yeah, like, a, you know, 150% mm-hmm. scaling. Uh, of the text and uh i and i want multi-profile yeah that uh, should have been the first because thing. that should have been the first thing yeah, yeah. It, it's crazy that we don't have it yet uh i'm saying it every time that i talk about this new quest updates it, like we need it like you know yeah. now more than ever like there are more people home that are using the same stuff like I want to have my save points and not having the same. Like, I don't want to race to delete my game because, you know, somebody else mm-hmm. is playing it at the yeah, same exactly. time. Yeah, exactly. It's not a $20 uh, thing. It's, you know, it's, it's expensive, you know. not And, and people don't want to um, buy five of them for everyone in their house, you know. So, mm-hmm. Exactly. It's like a mm-hmm. console. Uh, and it should be considered yeah. like a console. Uh, what do you guys think, though, about the new browser? Um, because... I feel like it's a good idea, but I don't know if I find that much use. I know I definitely don't with the browser part, um, you know, because I don't, I don't really use the Oculus browser very much. Um, a little bit here and there, but, you know, I tend to go, if I'm in a web browser, I'm going to use uh, Mozilla's web browser in there just because, you know, mm-hmm. I, I don't... 
I got nothing to hide, but I don't want Facebook recording all my shit all the time, you know? So, so yeah, I'll use another web browser. So that part doesn't even really matter to me, you know? And like you said, voice commands don't really matter at this point. It'll be nice when, you know, someday you can be like, hey, you know, turn on this game. But you got to be so weird and talk so unnatural. And, you know, we're not quite there yet. Um, some some of the features are really cool. Mm. I like how the UI looks. Um, I, I don't, however, like how they changed where it said the percentage of the battery. Now it's three dots. And you got to hover your your little virtual mouse cursor, you know, over over your headset now to see the exact percentage. Because I, I mean, you know, that's the worst mm. thing for me about the Quest is I, I run that thing's battery out multiple times a day. You know, so, uh, but I do also really like the tap thing. You know, we tap twice and the real world comes through. I, I do feel though it would have been better to make it if you double tap one of the buttons on the controller to have it pass through. You know, I'll, I'll go to adjust my headset or something and then the real world comes through or I'll, I'll put, you know, I'll put it up on my forehead real quick. And when I come back, there's just you know, uh, the pass through and I'm like, Oh, do I have to set a boundary, but there's no boundary thing. And sometimes it just gets a little confusing. You don't know when the pass through exactly is on and when it isn't. Um, so I feel like double clicking, like, especially the left system button would have been a great way to do pass through. Um, but yeah, absolutely. I, I, I agree also because like in games like Stormland, for example, yes. like you have to tap or uh, to do some stuff, you have to tap like think on about the that, exit yeah. and it's like, yeah, and uh, it's weird that they use that because it's yeah. their games, you know? Like, they're also in Eco Arena, I feel like uh, you have the same thing, something like that. To do a, the um, uh, to do the emoji, you have to touch yeah, your that's... hat. And I don't know how it's going to interact with that when you use Link. Yeah. You know? Like, are we going to get fast I'm going to have to try that. Link when instead we yeah, I'll, maybe I'll try yeah. that tonight. That's a really um, good point. Because, yeah, there are games where you have to tap on the headset to turn on some kind of visor or something. So how is that going to work? Mm-hmm. Hopefully they made it so, you know, the game can override the system default and, and you know, the game part will win. But Hopefully, I mean, yeah. Does does the quest operate like a quest once you have plugged have it plugged in with Link, or like, do you, would that feature just get disabled? I feel like they would just turn that off if oh. you were plugged in with the Link. Starts behaving Good like question, a regular. But, but I know, will have like a regular. I will have answers headset. for next week for sure because I'm definitely going to check that out. Yeah, for sure. Nice. Yeah, and then um, yeah. So, and Alex, you said you haven't gotten that update yet, right? Um, I'm, I maybe yeah. have, I don't know. I haven't used my fucking questions. <laughs> I got my HTC Vive right, right. with the Vive mm-hmm. Pro. Like I've been on PC VR and like anytime I'm playing VR, I'm putting that bad boy on. Like, it's just so much more comfortable. It yeah. looks great. Uh, now I have the index controllers, so I get to use those. Like I just, I have not found a reason to play my quest in a minute, except to play 11 table tennis with my dad when oh, he gets me up. I I'll, love like, run down 11 and, table tennis. Just, you know, I just really want to say that I really love that game. They did a phenomenal job with all the physics. Um, I I can just, you can just go in and just start um, volleying back and forth with your own avatar. And and to me, that right there is worth the price of admission. Like I've always wanted a ping pong table where it would hit back. And now I have one, you know, (laughs) so it's really great. It's a great great game. (laughs) Alex, do you want to, are you going to take a suggestion from a friend? Of course. <laughs> okay, you have the Vive Pro. Okay, yes. get the oh, yeah. VR and swap the lenses. You never, never gonna go back. Are you shitting me? 
No, no, it's all. It's like it's totally another level. It's another headset. It's like the gear. Yeah, the gear VR. Because like um, with HTC, you use Fresnel lenses that are they have their limitations, and they like with the Vive Pro, you still have the first generation of the original Vive uh, that are not that good. Like clarity on the size is not super good. Uh, the Gear VR lenses are pancake lenses or like the old generation that so like for example like the DK1 was using and it's super clear. So like you don't have any like god rays are gone, uh, like distortions, like you have to change some profiles, but then all distortions are gone completely. You have the same clarity from the very edges of the vision to the center of the vision. It, it's you you don't go back. This is, this is Tyrael Wood, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Fucking VR tech extraordinaire. That is an insane thing. I could not even imagine doing something like that. Like, that's, I mean, I will do it now, but I would have never in a million years been able to come to a conclusion that if I put Gear VR lenses into my Vive Pro, that right? is going to make everything look better. But I have <laughs> Why aren't they using those lenses I all the time? It's... Uh, because... because... Yeah. It's the yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't, yeah, that's all you need to know. I have this. Hold on. <laughs> I'm going to destroy everything. Oh, shit. The Lenovo was falling. So. Okay. Uh, so I can show you the lenses. I, I didn't do it yet. I, I want to swap it from the original Vive to the Vive Pro. Oh. But these are the lenses. Nice. So you put them on your original Vive. You see? Nice. Yeah, I put it on the original Vive. Like, I'm not using the Vive Pro like from pretty long right now. Uh, but look at this. Yeah. Wow. And there's a 3D printed part that you put on there, and uh, but you can notice like how clear yeah. they are. Like you know, there's no lines and stuff. And, uh, yeah, uh, I do know what you're talking about. Yep, there are definitely the, lines on the Vive Pro lenses. Have you ever tried like a PSVR? Yes. Okay, so you like the clarity of PSVR, beside the fact that the screen is crap because and the resolution is garbage, exactly. yeah. <laughs> but, but like it's super it clear, right? It is. Mm -hmm. Okay, imagine that with the resolution of the Vive Pro. Wow. Do you have a video on your channel about this? Uh, you can uh, not with the Vive Pro, but with the original Vive. Uh, when I do the through the lenses, you can see the difference. And it's crazy because if you look at those, like the original vibe still looks amazing. Mm -hmm. And the only thing, the only problem you have is you see more mm -hmm. the screen door effect. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. exactly, everything is super clear. So like you see more the screen door effect. And when the original vibe is massive uh, in the Vive Pro, you have much higher resolution. So it's not that bad. And it makes it another headset completely. Like, wow. I always use, like when I had the Vive Pro, I was using the original Vive with the, these lenses because wow. I preferred it. Wow, that says a lot. Yeah. Dang. So, uh, and I need to change that. I, I, you know, when you say like, I'm going to make a video about it and then you never make a video about it. And that's right. why I didn't <laughs> do it. Yeah. But I want to do it because so I'm going to start again to use the Vive Pro. It's like a totally another word. Wow, dude. Hey, what's up, Mateo? Thanks for Mateo said ciao, and I'm like, all right, bye. And he's like, ciao also means hello. Yeah, like, no, oh. ciao is right, cool. <laughs> Mateo. Yeah. So yeah, I have I have a gear, oh, dude. So really you know, exciting. maybe you can take the lenses out of it if you want. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, let's I mean, go. Yeah. Um, dude, Nate, you're in. Not you. 
now at this point you're roped in, Ty. I'm going to be hitting you up. I'll be like, all right, <laughs> tell me what to do. Step one. You now, hold my hand. Man is awesome. Like, trust me, it's like you're never going to want even day in day. Wow, uh, really? Really exciting. Bold statement. So, so happy that you that you made that recommendation. I can definitely <laughs> see stuff. that because the Vive has such has such glare issues, you know, and and mm. I mean not the Vive the uh, the uh, the Index has so many glare index. issues, you know, and and it really it, I'm always going oh I think I need to clean my lenses, you know, and then I clean them and I'm like oh no that's just the glare, you know, so that's kind of a bummer. But it would be it'd be great if you could uh, if you could do that with the uh, with the Index as well, right? <laughs> It'd be amazing. Yeah, is this a thing? Like, do people often just like try different lenses on different headsets, or like, is there only is this like the only version of this that exists? Uh, just on uh, Vive and Vive Pro and Cosmos as well, mm. and uh, the Cosmos as well got so much better with those lenses. It's like another. It's probably the best visual headset you can have. Wow. Uh, because you have the highest resolution RGB pixel arrangement, so. Uh, there's less screen door effect than ever, and then you have more clarity, even more with the regular lenses, and it's totally another thing. Wow. Have you tried the Pimax 8KX? Uh, oh, that one. This one. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, there it is. <laughs> um, so, so, what do you think of that one? I I have a love and hate relationship with Pimax because I love the idea. I love the fact that they are keep doing this headset with like super high resolution, like super wide FOV. I just don't know why sometimes like my right uh, my right eye hurts oh, playing it after a while. Uh, it's not that I have anything against them. It's like I I need a break more than usual with uh, with that headset and others. But the clarity is amazing and. Um, do you have this? Do you have a normal IPD yeah, it, it's, or, or is it a wider IPD? Yeah. Oh wow! Sixty-six interesting. point four. Interesting. Yeah. So I'm really like a the kind of yeah. a perfection IPD. Like even like you know I never had a problem with the Oculus Go with the Rift S uh, that uh, I don't have it and uh, that don't have the IPD adjustment. Uh, for some reason with the Pimax, my right eye hurts. I'm trying everything, uh, but with this, I have to tell you. Uh, having the new, um, having the news here, uh, face cushion, as you can see, is much larger than the one that they had before. This is super comfortable. It's like crazy comfortable. Probably the most comfortable headset that you can have right yeah, now. That face cushion is extremely yeah. nice. It's yeah. like it's like one of those like memory foam <laughs> pillow mattress things, mm -hmm. like. It's super, super good. It, it's super awesome. And it keeps you also a little further away from the lenses. So you don't get that usual distortion that you have with the Pimax. Uh, I'm using it from around a week. Um, I'm going to make a video about it soon. Uh, but so far, I'm super impressed. Like, oh, I love it. Cool. Nice. Oh, yeah. We got to try it at CES. And it really blew my mind. We played uh, Hell Split Arena in it. And it just looked gorgeous looks so good you know uh mm -hmm. you, it's a little bit of a trade-off right with frames um which is kind of a bummer i think that game uh, was running at about 75 frames a second um you know and one of the great things about the index is you know the 120 hertz to the 144 hertz really brings you in with a sense of presence that isn't there with a lower frame rate but at the same time a higher mm -hmm. fov gives you a sense of presence that you don't have 
you know, with a higher frame rate headset. So it's definitely a trade-off. Right. And um, you know, I would, I, you know, I'd love to to play around a little bit more with ACAX. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Just to answer to Matteo a second on the chat, um, as um, Mapper said, uh, there is a profile that you can download. You have to change some code in the um, uh, in the Steam VR like uh, lighthouses. So changing that part, then you get the correction of this uh, distortion. If you just swap them, you have some distortion. Uh, you just have to correct the thing by software, and you're totally and this fine. This is with the the lens swap. I can't the Vive, Vive Pro, yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if if you don't correct it by software, you're gonna have some barrel mm. effect. So like you know, like when the word shifts a little, and um, but you can correct it. So uh, it it's totally worth it. Like really, you're never gonna go back after trying them. That's pretty cool. I man. can't wait. So Skiva, whenever it is that you cruise by my crib to pick up mm -hmm. these Dexmo gloves, which by the way, I guess are going to tie next. Did you know that, that I had these things? Uh, oh. They told me, they told me. <laughs> <laughs> they it's told so me like, a, call Alex and tell her to send it over. So like, <laughs> Alex, I don't want to say Alex, I send them over, you know? It's so, so good. When she said that you were going to be the next one, I was like, oh, well, uh, let me just, <laughs> my time then. <laughs> uh, no, but Harry Skiva wants to have the opportunity to mess around yeah, just with him. So like he's going to come pick them up from me this week. Yeah. So when you do, you do bring that gear over, and maybe you can even help me, and we can like do some surgery on that thing, pop out those lenses, put the new ones in. You can take home the gloves, play around with them for a day, and then we'll get them boxed up, and we'll send them off to Terio Wood yeah. so he can uh, actually get those gloves for some exposure. Sure, yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Little suggestion: when you swap them. I mean, do you guys no. have a 3D printer, right? But we have at, we do, you, do have places. No, because you need a yeah. 3D printer part. Yeah. yeah, you need a piece. But when you swap them, doing it with the shower on mm. super hot, so you have a lot of steam, and so the dust doesn't get in. Yeah, that would be crazy really? if there was dust stuck a, behind the lenses. Yeah, a, that would be terrible. Yeah, yeah. that's a little trick. You st but wouldn't moisture get behind there? No, no, because like you, you everything's super humid, so the, the, the mm. dust is gonna go down because it's like it's, the humidity is heavier, and so you're gonna have a spot where there's no yeah. dust around. That's what you want. Of course, you don't have to do it in the water. You're not under the. <laughs> you're not under Let's the. Put it in the shower. <laughs> that's definitely this is the best way to put on uh, phone screen protectors too. So yeah, that's a very very good tip. Wow, I do it. Yep. Yeah. So. Real quick, did so, did you guys um, hear that so um, that Iron Man is is indefinitely delayed? Iron Man VR. Yes. I just wanted to throw this in here real quick because that's a bummer, right? I was really looking forward to some uh, some new good PlayStation VR content, and and I'm dying to see how they pull off the 360 with a system that can't do 360, <laughs> like the PlayStation VR, you know. So I really wanted to see this, and uh, yeah, got. Uh, it did get delayed uh, until further notice, along with The Last of Us 2, um, because of the, uh, you know, the virus. So that's, that is, that is too mm -hmm. bad. I just wanted to uh, kind of let people know, but. I, I don't believe that. I don't think that yeah, it's for the you virus. You don't think so? Uh, yeah, you're like, no, they weren't ready. <laughs> uh, no, no, they were ready. Like uh, the, the, dev, uh, the dev said that The Last of Us is like yeah. ready. Uh, they just don't 
I, I just feel like they they need a bigger lineup for the PS5, and they are keeping everything yeah, there. Uh, yeah. you know? Uh, it's it, it's marketing like PS5 is gonna arrive at the end of the year, and they want a strong lineup to start, and uh, so they started to move yeah. things around. And I feel like you know you you waited so long for The Last of Us 2 that you can wait a little longer. Uh, let's put also a VR game so we have something nice, and let's move also Iron Man VR uh, because there's a lot of buzz mm-hmm. around it. So. I don't know. I see it like a, I see it like a smart move, uh, but I feel like they use the virus in a little weird way. That. You know, if it's for the virus, if it's for the virus, you say like uh, it's gonna arrive in fall. No, they said like we don't know yeah. when it's gonna arrive. Yeah. That yeah. means I mean, like, it, it's possible. Maybe they would have put it out right, but but they probably saw this, like you said, as a great opportunity to um to move it to a better situation right to, to have another launch game for the ps5 and the psvr2 maybe but also come on like everyone is at home if you want to launch a game you're going to launch it now because everyone is going to play it true you know mm-hmm. but people don't but have at anything the same to time do, though and... i feel like there's a lot of people that aren't paying attention to the things they used to pay attention to so if you i mean i don't know if you notice like on even on youtube right some of the some of the shows i normally watch aren't doing as good uh, because people are so obsessed with this virus and, and their fear you know that they're not like that they're watching like the news channels 24 hours a day you know, and and I think that is affecting a lot of things and a lot of sales. And are you? <laughs> but um, it's real. I really do think it's affecting a lot of things and a lot of sales and things that people would normally be looking at. They're not anymore. So, yeah, I, I think it's definitely um, it's probably it just worked out to be a better situation for them. You know. Well, you know, I never even considered that perspective, Ty, but now that you've mentioned it, like, I am thinking about, like, when I started playing um, A God of War, which I didn't finish, sadly, but I started playing it. (laughs) I know, I know. When I started playing God of War, it, like... Like it basically it makes my fucking PS4 sound like it's a jet engine taking off. You know, it's just like <laughs> like the fans turn on and the thing just like kicks into fucking hyperdrive, you know? But <laughs> anybody who owns a PS4 is gonna own a PS5. That's just that's the way it's gonna happen. The PS5 is gonna come out, shitloads of people are gonna buy it. And wouldn't you rather play that super, super highly anticipated game on a machine mm-hmm. that can actually handle it as opposed to some machine that has to like break its own dick to like <laughs> yeah. perform? You know what I mean? <laughs> so, like, I, I can totally see that now. Like, it makes sense because I would rather play it on something that would do a really good job. You know, yeah. like, I can wait. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially since there's so much good content out for the PC right now. Um, you know, it's just, just a little bit of a bummer for, for the PSVR owners. Um, you know, they do have Paper Beasts, which I don't have a video for right now, but I hear that's incredible. Everyone's been ranting and raving about it. Yeah, so. everyone says yeah. it's good. So let's play, you guys play that. Do you have PSVR? Ty? I do, uh, but not from very long. I got it Black Friday. I opened it last month, and I didn't go even through wow. one game. Mm. So uh, I'm not a great... I, I, want, I want to make a video about it uh, soon because I think that is a great way to get in VR, even if it's like it's late. 2020 is still a good year to get in VR with PSVR. And so I wanted to show it because I put my money on it. Uh, (laughs) uh, You know, like I I paid for it. I I also bought a PS4 Pro 
for it mm -hmm. because I didn't have it. I'm an Xbox guy. Mm -hmm. uh, you can tell from my Master Chief over there. Uh, nice. <laughs> but I mean, I, I'm not for console war at all. I don't care if there's a good game, mm -hmm. let's play it. Um, but I feel like it's, uh, PSVR is awesome, like still right now. Uh, mm -hmm. But I don't have paper mm -hmm. beasts. Uh, I don't know if I will like it, to be honest. It doesn't attract sure. me that much, but I'm hearing good things uh, from people uh, because it's very like relaxed and stuff. Like you, it's very like you know more an environment where you're in uh, that part of immersion. And uh, every person has a game for yep. you know right. favorite game. So. What did you get the PSVR for then? Did you want to play like Astrobot or like Resident Evil or, or what? <laughs> I, um, I want to have it for when the PS5 is going to come out. Mm. I want to be able to see the difference between uh, PSVR and uh, PSVR on PS5 because we know that it's going to be available and the PSVR 2 is going to be available later, probably in another year. So it's still a good thing to buy it now because you're gonna have it for a year and a half, and this price is very, very low. So mm -hmm. I wanna, I wanted to. I like to know what I'm talking about when I talk about something, and <laughs> that's <you> know, good. <laughs> uh, and I don't wanna be like the guy that talks about PSVR two uh, so much better than PSVR when it never played PSVR. Like mm -hmm. I wanna right. have my own experience and. Um, I want to explore well, it, uh, and I think it's a great thing. Play Astrobot. I feel like I feel like that's a great mm, PSVR experience. Sure. It's like it doesn't ask the PSVR to do anything that it's not comfortable doing. You just sit down, you pick up a controller, and you jam through it, and mm. it's awesome. Yep. Or Quill, but I yeah. played in in a PC VR, but uh, that's another another amazing game. Which Sorry, one? Moss. Moss. Oh, Moss. Uh, is the I, name I, of the Moss. I, yeah. Said the, <laughs> the name, name of, of the, the character. <laughs> <laughs> and Firewall Zero Hour is still the one VR experience that has taken more of my time than anything. I played fucking Firewall Zero Hour every day for like a year wow. straight. Like I was hooked yeah, to the, that the, shit. The game is awesome, and it's if you have the, really PS, the, the aim controller, well, another example of what we were saying before. If you have an aim controller, it's mm -hmm. like perfection. It know? is. Yep, it is. Just blind firing around corners and stuff uh, with that thing, man. Oh, so fun. Um, yeah, Firewall's great. If you're a PSVR owner and you haven't played it, you have no excuse because it was free a couple of months ago. Like, it's, yeah, get a, get a yeah. game controller and play it. All right. Um, so, giveaway. We had a giveaway oh, yes, and we yes, had a winner yes, for it. We did. Right? We had a giveaway and it was one. Where is that giveaway? I think I, um, did I not put it on here? I guess I didn't put it on here. That's a bummer. Uh, Michael Hurt? Nah. Is it Michael Hurt? Wait a second. Let's see. Yeah, he's so, a... Oh, that was Michael. That's, that's right. That's right. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, the, the person won Star Trek Bridge Crew, um, which is a great, great game. Um, oh, here it is. Hold on. There we go. So, yeah. Yeah, Michael Hurt. No? Shoot. Did I screw up? Uh, yeah, maybe or maybe not. <laughs> Somebody won something. something. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, we're giving uh, giving away we're giving away now. stuff every single every single week. Um, you know, we got we got a whole bunch of games in there. We have all kinds of T-shirts with different VR games. 
Um, we got, you know, controller grips and skins. And um, there's some, uh, like a VR headset stand. I actually am going to throw in there right after this that you can pick as a prize. Oh, yeah, the, the AMVR magnetic the charging. Quest. Yeah, 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 it's Quest really stand. nice. It's a really nice stand, yeah, for sure. So we'll throw that in there. But there's a lot of good stuff that you can win by uh, hitting the Gleam giveaway in the description. And uh, go ahead and enter up to like like seven times, I think we have, seven or eight times. So, yeah, it's who doesn't love free stuff, right? Especially virtual reality stuff. Yeah, I will do it. <laughs> <laughs> but from there, man, I think uh, I think we should wrap up. Yeah, it's been a pretty awesome show. I've had a, a really, really, really good time yeah. talking to you, Tyrell. It's been fucking awesome, man. Well, it was awesome to talk with you guys. I loved it. Yeah, Thank dude. you so much for having me, really. You're the homie, man. I, <laughs> I, I keep our experiences at OC6 close and dear to my heart. It was one of my first, like, going out into the VR community experiences. And uh, I'm so glad that we've managed to link back up and, and do this and catch up and fucking chat and have a good time, man. Anytime, guys. Anytime, really. Thank you so yeah. much for having me. From the bottom of my mouth. The bottom of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so... So if anybody's interested in getting in touch with you, Ty, what's the, what's the best way to do it? Well, uh, I have a YouTube channel. Uh, it's um, Tyre Wood, like youtube.com slash Tyre Wood. Uh, there we talk about VR tech and uh, all different guides and stuff. Uh, pretty much everything interesting about VR uh, in a way like I like to go deep in details. So usually when you see news also from like I don't know the usual websites like uh, they pretty summarize the stuff I go very deep because I like to know what I'm talking about uh, reviews about headsets I try to cover everything VR possible uh, but if you want gameplay I'm not that <laughs> guy that's it <laughs> yeah. uh, you will see gameplay because I'm showing like some interesting stuff uh, technical stuff um, but yeah, it's like discovering VR tech, discovering what is going to get in the future, what, where we are going, where we are at, and uh, how awesome this technology is. It's the most awesome technology. Like, come on, guys. Like, you know, 10 years ago, we had phones that were changing and becoming super cool. Now phones are all mm -hmm. the same. And VR is evolving so fast. Mm -hmm. It's crazy that we went from DK1 to, to this. Right. Valve index in uh, in not even six years right. it is mm -hmm. mind blowing and uh, and that's it like that's it. wanna be part of it it's like uh, I, would, I wouldn't buy here. anything VR without yep. checking out Tyrell's channel first you know if you're gonna purchase something he will have everything you need to know about um, about that device and to help you make a smart decision. So definitely check out check out his stuff. Yeah, uh, his everything is in the description. You can you can head over to his YouTube channel. Um, you can uh, get him on Twitter, and um, yeah. You know what else you can do is you can like mm. this video. You can subscribe to this fucking channel. Right. You can subscribe to Ty's channel. You can hit us up on Twitter and engage us there. You can enter our Gleam giveaway right now and get yourself something for free as a uh, result of your beautiful time that you've invested here with us tonight and uh you can have yourselves a wonderful evening and you can wait until a week from tonight when uh we have episode 10 of between realities 
And do we know who our guest is? Oh, next just week? like last week, I I did not I did not. <laughs> I like. It's okay having like the shroud of mystery around. Right? If you follow us on Twitter, uh, we we always uh, you know put who who the guest is going to be, and uh, we just we have so many cool people. Oh man, it's so it's so much fun. I don't think there is. There isn't. Dude, I am so I'm so thankful that yeah. we've had such awesome people join For us sure. on this podcast, man. Like the conversations that we've had here have been so good. And if you missed any episodes, it is it seriously wouldn't hurt you to go back and watch them because the conversations and the perspectives that these people bring are always just like mm-hmm. awesome. You know, like people who are in the VR community who know what they're talking about and uh, who have been so nice and uh, graced us with their presence For on sure. the show. So. Um, I guess that's going to do it. So thanks again, Ty. You are the real deal, man. Thank you. You're, I, I love you. Thank you, guys. We'll see you soon. Skiva, you're the man. Thanks, as always, for pushing the buttons and, and controlling everything. And to all you guys in the chat, thank you for being a part of this. Uh, we will see you in a week. you guys. Thanks for being here. Adios. Bye. Ciao.